advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am... I am... Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am... Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. Not so fast. Lose this meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Well, hello, y'all. Hello, hello. I poured that other one. What? I forgot to pour my clink. Oh. oh. I thought I was ready and I wasn't. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that sounds fantastic. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. We're well, back. We are, we are back. back. <clears throat> We're back, We're back. bitches. And uh, if you're not a, uh, a patron uh, and enjoying the... Uh, Special, what do we call them? Secret episodes? Special episodes? Bonus. bonus episode. If you're not enjoying the bonus episode, uh, you won't know why we were gone. That's true. It's nothing spectacular. We were just... Uh, it's uh, Yeah, you gotta yeah. be a patron to... to I'm still to doing shit. It's just as much work to make like the yeah. classic episodes and make the cover art and do all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's just less <laughs> Which, research. thank you, too. Yeah. Like that, that actually... I mean, Those that may, fun. I, I look at the I look at the comments, you know, when people comment on like, oh, we're I forgot getting, about this, or this is my yeah. favorite episode, or Yeah, whatever, we almost were getting know. more interaction on classic yeah. episodes, because people were happy that it was like, hey, this shit's not on Spotify, like... Oh, yeah, true. It, it goes oh, back yeah. into their feed. Yeah, like, yeah, people yeah, won't yeah, go yeah. listen on the website, and if it's not on Spotify, so it gets injected into the feed. Yeah. It does also yeah. kick one off again, and like... And, and though, but, yeah, but there are... I'm sure there's some listeners, which I know because they keep uh, saying, like, hey, do this topic, and you're like, motherfucker, like... We did that. Did yeah, that it's already done, been done. But it's not in the feed, so they don't see it. So... You're forgiven. So know that if you're out there, go check out the website because categorically you can just check mm-hmm. it and you can look uh, like, hey, did they do what they do? Serial killers. Yeah. Oh, wow. You click on yeah. the button and or just UFOs bam, or just yeah. Boom. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the feed only goes back so far. So we've got a lot more episodes yeah. than, than the RSS feed says. So even if, forget about Spotify. Like even if you're just using whatever, like Google yeah. podcasts, like whatever, I, I don't think the whole catalog shows up. It's just. Yeah whatever is currently in the feed yeah yeah so we have a whiskey it is a it is abasolo um it's a mexican el, whiskey el whiskey de mexico yeah which interesting. interesting it's very interesting, interesting. brought to us by uh matthew d motherfucking adams yeah you know what the dick stands for i mean d stands <laughs> yeah, for I right do. um it says on the bottle that it's nixtamalized according to ancient traditions he told I mean, me a cool story. I can't remember the story though. He said is that something caramelized about, or what's it's that? Is it like Nick's some type Tama. of wizardry? I think it is wizardry, like Mexican sort of wizardry. some Mexican sort of Mayan wizardry. witchcraft. Yes, yes, like witch doctor status, um, crafted using the finest chachanzitli corn, hmm. made by a lizard wizard in yeah, the yeah, deserts. Yeah. Hmm. It says Cornitas. that it results yeah. in a rich and smooth whiskey. Yeah. Of that. I will be the judge. Yeah. It's I mean, smelling it, smelling Dave, it, it doesn't yeah. smell smooth. Smell no, it doesn't smell smooth. It, it, smells, it, smells, like, it smells, it smells hot, smells hot. And raw. Corn. You got a lot like, in that glass, like, sir. It smells like no. moonshine. Is there a lot? Mm. 
Wow, that was surprising. It's Very weird. surprising. I mean, it is spicy. There's a little, there's a little it spicy, is a spicy right on the tongue. It kind of t- it's like it's really fringing on a tequila flavor. It does. It's super unique. There's a Man. peppery like that tequila pepperiness, it, like the Don Falano right here that Brent doesn't like. It didn't taste like it. No, it's not peppery like that. That shit's like straight up black it's pepper. Not pe- no, it's That's not black pepper. You know, black pepper. Wow, that is really unique, man. It's very, it is very smooth. It, it was very like smooth. Very, I did not. The smell is a lie. The smell smells. Yeah, like, <laughs> the smell lied to us. Yeah. It smells like moonshine. It, it does, does smell. It like does. Moonshine. It smells like it's gonna burn your wow. throat. There's no like burn. It it's hot and no burn. Yeah, there is a warmth. Like my chest warmed up. But it is not. I just a got burn. like a spicy on my tongue. I did on the is sides. Uh-huh. Was yours on the sides? Yep. You get a spicy sides. Yes. Yeah, like a, like the, the tip of the taco. You know, chili verde with a spicy side. Spicy sides. Yeah. Well, you know, like the the top of the taco on your tongue. You know, if you do the taco tongue. That's a really yeah. good like that whiskey on some ice just sipping. Yeah, would be a very positive and unique experience. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's <clears throat> knees, son. Yeah, that is a very unique whiskey. I don't, I don't niece. think we have anything. Liam Neeson's niece on knees on ease on a Nissan. Huh. That's the whole thing. Wow, Eminem. Yeah. yeah, that shit's crazy. Ever heard that? What's that? The Liam Neeson's Nissan thing. Mm-mm. There's What's some weird. From? It's a meme. It's like 13 seconds. It's Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's niece on Liam's Liam Neeson's niece on ease on her knees on a Nissan or some shit like that. It's some fucking crazy thing. Someone just made it up. It's like this 13 second weird little meme on the internet. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, thank you, Matthew D. Adams. That was yeah. a very unique whiskey. Yeah, I'm drinking a second round. It, it, mm. It's strange. I don't know. It's super smooth, but it doesn't taste like it smells, which is always weird. Like shit should taste like it smells. Yeah, it tastes nothing like. You it know, smells. it's the opposite of that. Shit does taste like it smells, but no. this doesn't. Yeah, candles. <laughs> like if you get like fucking cookie, oh, can- yeah, yeah. like a sugar yeah, if you cookie eat candle. One, if you eat one of those, they, they don't terrible. taste. Yeah, yeah. They're very horrible. Yeah. yeah, I heard it tastes terrible. Yeah, <laughs> Just licking the candles. Yeah, it yeah. must taste good. Uh, pet yeah, shampoo. It's like crazy pet shampoo at PetSmart. And we'd smell like, God, this smells so fucking good. It smells delicious. Taste How could, it. And you taste it. Like, God, yeah. chemical waste. Why does it taste my, like that and smell like that? My my mother-in-law, uh, the it was grandma's birthday, you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they. <laughs> you, made a, a, you made a cucumber salad for the family? She got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, had a, somebody got her, I think my wife got her a candle or something. Or somebody got him a candle. And uh, Shape like the, a cucumber. yeah, my mother in law was like, "What flavor is it?" Like she asked, "What flavor it is?" Right? <laughs> Not what scent? Yeah. <laughs> or are you eating the candles? Man? What flavor is it? Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, uh some of those candles salt? will fuck you up. I seriously think some of those candles are throwing me out of keto. Like I'm walking and smell that shit. <laughs> uh, smell like, oh my god, it smells like fucking crazy, like yeah. cinnamon <clears throat> sugar. It smells like snickerdoodles in heaven. here. Yeah. Yeah. I can't deal with shit like that though. It gets so overpowering to yeah. me. It's like the room just gets f- like at first it's like There's oh that smells that really good, good. Yeah. and then after a while it's like fuck dude I'm like choking on it like can we, enough well you got to put it like in the bathroom where it's like it'll just kind of waft through the yeah, house I you guess. know like maybe like it smells, you know? smells like someone shit sugar cookies it's mm, so weird I always shit sugar yeah. cookies the only difference is the, that's where they come from the, mm-hmm. um, Brad shits them yes Pure One Imports has a pine forest and Pure like a one. and a sea mist sea mist. Like there's a semen, it, like it legit smells like the fucking ocean, and that's it's impossible. Like, it really? is, dude. Yeah, you smell well, it. And you're like, no, that salt. smells like I mean, the fucking ocean. There's like mm. a certain because the ocean like, like a seaweed. You get like a seaweed. like a seaweed, a yeah. saltiness, something mm. about the freshness in the air. Like you smell it, and you're like, fuck, that does smell like I'm at the ocean. Mm, it does, smell like, does smell like a guy who lives man. at the ocean semen. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, like, think about that job. Like, when you're in the fucking store, you're going to try to buy some new deodorant. You're like, <laughs> you smell like three and your yeah. nose is I just got a cedar yeah, yeah, yeah. wood. You're done. You're yeah. like, I don't yeah. even know what anything smells like anymore. Right. I've got COVID all of a sudden from smelling three Axe body sprays. It's fucking keep, over. Keep a bag of coffee with you and just yep. squeeze it out. I'm serious. Can I help you, sir? No, I'm fine. Why'd you open our coffee? You don't need to open it. Just squeeze it. <laughs> yeah, right just squeeze here. it. Just squeeze so it near the, the vent yeah. and get the go coffee. Go to that aisle, then that aisle. Yeah. Life the bag with Man, that shit's addicting, though. Like, smelling the coffee. Like, oh my God. What? Uh-oh. What are you doing? What's happening? I can't he hear was, you. No. He's going. He's doing something. He's got something. He got coffee pods. Those pods? Oh, coffee candles. Oh, what's that smell like? Looks like chocolate. The candle daddy. <laughs> coffee right. up in this bitch is oh. the flavor. I smell it right now. You I, I shut see. your mouth. That smells amazing. It smells like a scratch and sniff chocolate bar. Oh. Mm. Fuck both of like that garbage <laughs> shit. It does my just my chocolate coffee. Like, I could yeah, live in that candle. Smell. I like it. I mean, it's gonna smell different lit than it smells. I think it would smell candle. good lit because yeah. you put the burn like right. the you put the right. burn from the wick in there. You guys and, got a lighter? Yeah. No, no, I don't. You it's got right. a magnifying glass and like a flashlight and shit, fool. We we'll get it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Your breath? Yeah. Some little tuna, know. little tuna, little coffee? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. No, that's if I pee on it. So, uh, do we have a uh, uh, hot sack? Hot sack winner? <laughs> Fuck no. I thought we did. <laughs> oh, did you pick that? I didn't see it. What are, what are I those thought things? We what did. are those beautiful he little had things? A hot those little sack. cocoons so, of creation. He had a hot sack. S crates seven seven five five seven seven on Reddit. Socrates uh, posted. Uh, Green real foods pizza stuffed nuggets. Those are that's stoner food. Pizza that's fucking total nuggets. stoner that's super food. Super stoner food. With a big pile of ranch, and they have judiciously oh. put uh, the green uh, habanero El Yucateco on each nugget. Like each nugget has a has a good. Kiss that's how you do it. Yeah, I wouldn't pre do it like it. that. That's that was for a picture for sure. But I do. No, it I think as I, I did would pre do it. it. Yeah. I think that's what I would do because then really? I would soak in a little bit. Kind I of do that with natural. apples and peanut butter. I pre put a little bit on there, and then I get one more scoop of peanut butter on the spoon and set it on the plate, and then walk to where I'm going to enjoy my mm-hmm. peanut butter apples. And there's always a little bit of peanut butter if I need it because usually you can only put peanut butter on half of the apple wedge, and so you take hmm. a bite. And then you have a peanut butterless apple wedge left over, so you have to put a little bit more from the spoon. Peanut butterless apple wedge. Not that, not that big on peanut butter apples. Yeah. I'm oh right. man, you guys are fucking crazy. <clears throat> fuck I you am, again. I am crazy. Ah, fuck you very much. I mean, they're okay. Yeah. I just don't. Ah, think fuck you. I just don't think it's worth it. I'd rather have a peanut butter sandwich than an apple. I like peanut butter celery better than an apple. Ooh. Ah, dude, what? what was that? Maddox tried to give me a bite of celery and buffalo sauce or Ooh, some shit yummy. the other day. No, I don't. And he's like, like "Oh, sauce. dude, you got to try this." And I, I, I was like, "That's fucking terrible." No, that's I do the not natural like that. pairing. I know, I don't like it. Yeah. Like that with the buffalo sauce and know, blue cheese good, dressing. Yeah. Like that's what mm. it's all supposed uh, to. Ah, Joey, do it. Joey to, Diaz would love you. Mm, yeah, I'm awesome, very passionate. That's about like that. the legit. That's the that's the buffalo wing experience. Right. Like to call it buffalo wings, you have to have the wings with celery with blue cheese. That I'm probably down with all that. I like blue cheese. I don't like they blue put cheese. blue cheese on that salad that I get at uh, Firestone. Fuck, it's the only time I have blue cheese, but I have that salad like five times a week. So I'm addicted. I have a problem there. They know me now. Yeah, yeah. But it's ten bucks for like the best salad I've ever had. So anyway, so crates. Thank you for posting. And again, we did this like a month or two ago. Like you don't have to post some fucking gourmet meal. With El Yucateco, 
This is like this is the truth. This is the daily truth Stoner food can of take El Yucateco. It's yeah. like he put some bullshit ass pizza rolls in the fucking microwave and elevated them from bullshit to delicious by hitting them with El Yucateco hot sauce. Yeah, we don't need Pinterest. We need like the voyeur food porn. Right, right. We want to fucking like pretend like we're peeking through the bushes at your fucking meal. Mm. It needs to feel real, like it was in the park mm. and it offered you money. Exactly. And I'm wearing cam glasses mm. or something. So look, look for Frankie pigeons. Cam glasses. <laughs> look for Frankie pigeons to show out at you and uh, get your bio data so you can get some uh, swag um, and of course we always want to thank our patrons um, every month uh, they uh, go out of their way to give us money and it helps us keep the 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 packages shipping and the we got so close to 600 patrons this month it was so close <laughs> yeah it was 592 i was like almost it's like right there, there. Every, oh, time. every time where's the eight dollars at where's yeah, the eight yeah. more dollars which right? one of you yeah. fell out again yeah, yeah which one of you right. fell out again matthew d adams but we super appreciate it so we it like to shout sure. several of you out uh per episode and we want to start this week with kelly r lawson mm-hmm. she was in like an 80s sitcom yeah. i'm pretty sure oh really mm-hmm. what was it called Lawson and Lawson. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. She has a patented yeah. recipe, Cole, Cole Slauson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cole Slauson. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible, by the way, but it's family made. You know, they, they just, they're, they're used to it. Was it yeah. in the TV show? Yeah. yeah. Instead of mayonnaise, they use mustard in the coleslaw. Mm, like, it's that just sounds like a, totally yeah. awful. Yeah. Yeah, they it's use cabbage? Um, I really no, like mustard. They didn't. It was it, do it. it was mostly just top ramen noodles mm, and a little mustard. Yeah, and, and onions. <laughs> okay. So not like string, coleslaw. String onions. Well it's coleslaw they call it's it. It's coleslawson. Yeah. Mm, coleslawson. Yeah. I'm gonna make that. That sounds pretty good actually. I like mustard a lot though. Do you still put the ramen packet in there? Well, you had to cook the ramen noodles. Oh, so I thought the noodles it. were raw. You could, I guess, and then no, it would soak crunchy. up the Yeah, no, if no, you no. use grey poupon like mm. like they do. You're fucking you know? it up. Like I'm talking like yellow mustard. Top this isn't my recipe, with the sir. packet. I want to know what really went down, Brad. What really went down? I don't, you have to ask her. I don't know how it was yeah. formed. It's right. great poupon. They pull yeah. up, like they get it from another guy in a different window of a car, and right. then they make it in the car. Yeah. I like that fancy yeah. French mustard, but I don't like the name at all. Great poupon. poupon. <laughs> like, oh, I got great poupon. Why is it French? It's not I got French. Great poupon my car. Yeah, it's not French. Poupon my hat. Yeah. Oh, and the problem is, they're French. That's French for sure. French. Even if you want to avoid the poop factor of the name. Then you go and buy some He's off brand. <laughs> you go buy an off brand of Dijon mustard, and mm. it's not the same as no. the Grey Poupon. No. Like they've just got it's it. The worst name. Yeah, I think it's a good name. Grey uh, Poupon. The name. It's Grey Poupon, and they still fucking sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how yeah, good it that's is. True. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, but be careful because you can get that horseradish nose mm, if you don't that? handle the like same thing you get with wasabi. France, you put, you bitch, put, originated in yeah, France. Of yeah, you said Come you on. said Spanish. Oh, dang! Did oh, I, I didn't know that was. No, I didn't say. I never said that. No, it's got the horseradish in it, and if you get too much of it, it gives you that like up the back of your nose, fuck you in your ass, like spice. That's from kick. medieval times, actually. In France, it was from horseradish. Oh, yeah, huh. they used to use it for venereal disease yeah. remedies. Yeah, yeah, stick it up your nose mm-hmm. with a rubber hose. Up your nose with a rubber hose, you know. Um. Then we have Greg Horgan. <laughs> <laughs> He's got organ and whore in his name, all in one. Organ, organ. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what the sexual organ of a whore is—a organ. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Check yeah. out the organ on that one. Yeah, he's got a Jesus fat organ. Yeah. Oof. 
Yeah. <laughs> there might be maggots in there. <laughs> hey, do you know how to play the whore game? Thank huh. you, Greg, for awesome You can play the whore game with two fingers. I don't think I want to know anymore. You know exactly what's happening. Shocker joke. I mean, do you, two weeks ago. Do you play the whore game in church, though? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if nobody's looking. Um, Nick Rodriguez. Let <laughs> me skip past that dude. Right? <laughs> that was it. Horgan <laughs> is done. Yeah, Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, Horgan. It also say. sounds like it could have been like a fucking like a, the bad guy from an eighties fucking cartoon, like Horgan. Yeah, like a barbarian, mm-hmm. like with Horgan the barbarian. With like, <laughs> yeah, he's got like, he's got like, like fur underwear on and yeah. like no uh, shirt. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't over, Dave. You couldn't Horgan. move on yet. That yeah. was, that was, My name is yeah, Franz Horgan. Yeah, yeah. there was a lot a left on that one. Oversized sword. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> Horgan. He basically looks like an off-brand He-Man. <laughs> That's yeah. his real name. Yeah. His fucking name. Like you could buy him in the in the rocket pop in the rocket pop shop. Like you buy like next to the pigeon man is fucking Horgan. Horgan. He thinks he found us, but we just found you, man. Yeah, that was that's awesome that you exist and that's your real name. (laughs) Somebody named you that. That's awesome. Fucking your family has a lineage that goes back somehow to explain Horgan. His parents' (laughs) names are just as funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just different beginnings. Yeah, they might be funnier. Mm -hmm. They probably are. Yeah. Harry Horgan? Yeah, yeah, Harry Horgan. Definitely. That's his mom's name. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like Vietnamese, Fat Horgan. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> she they own a restaurant. She married yeah. the family. Yeah, Big Horgan. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure what we can Chinese food say and hamburgers. To top uh, Hard act to follow. Nick yeah. Rodriguez. Nick Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Can we just comment on your enunciation of things? Yeah. That's how that's how he. Yeah, and that's how he pronounces it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I talked to him. Nick yeah. said that. He said, don't yeah. say Rodriguez. That's not how our family pronounces no. it. Yeah. We say Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. Rodriguez. He said that the that the Corsican side doesn't even pronounce the Z, and they just say Rodrigui. <laughs> <laughs> so I fixed my pool light last night, segue, yeah. um, and uh, the, somehow it flooded. I got a brand new seal for it, so the water's coming in somewhere else. I had a cool LED light in the pool, mm-hmm. and it fucking broke. So I opened it up. I was like, well, it still turns on. Like, uh, I was like, So some of the LEDs are it's clearly wired like in parallel or something. Like Some LEDs yeah. can burn out, and the rest of them still work. So I took it out, scrubbed it with a toothbrush, and I put it all back together and tried to put it back in the pool. And when I was screwing the light back in, it just kept turning. And I was like, oh, God damn it. I pulled it out in like wires. So the little yeah. fucking part just stayed in there and it broke. Like yeah. that part got wet and the glue came undone. I couldn't get it out of there. So I used a potato to get it out of there. Have you done that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I shoved the potato in there and unscrewed it and it was laying on the table. And we had this whole like joke. We were talking about, oh, it's an electric potato. I should put it in there. It'll make a big potato if we turn the light switch on. Me and Maddox were like joking about it. He walks over like, two up. hours later and walks over with this potato that still has the light socket sticking out of the end of the potato that we mm-hmm. hadn't thrown away yet because it was just funny. Yeah. It's like a house prop. He walks over to me. I'm sitting in a chair like fucking making the cover art for this episode. And he touches me on the nose with it like electric <laughs> potato. It shocked me so fucking hard from the carpet or whatever that he he's like, oh, my God, I saw the light. There was an orange lightning bolt shocked off the potato onto my fucking nose. That's funny. Yeah. That's what you get. Segway ended. Get. Yeah. Story over. Yeah. Electric segway. Thanks, yes. Nick Rodriguez. Yes. So was that story? That was for Nick Rodriguez because his name didn't Rodriguez warrant Rodriguez anything. Story. So I had to do a pinch. We had to story. make. Yeah. I jumped in. Story with of his shit life. That was better than his name. Story of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Like you want to tell the story about Nick Rodriguez? Like you just like tell the story about somebody else. When he was exactly. born, the doctor's like, "Oh, a beautiful baby," but you should see the one in the next room because it yeah. was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's much yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. They and brought let me tell you the story. They about showed that the one. mom. Yeah. So what you're saying, in summary, mm-hmm. if I can summarize, you're saying that a potato is more impressive than Nick Rodriguez. Exactly. Yes. I like how you stuck to that. You stuck with the enunciation. I didn't even, I didn't even interrupt you. <laughs> yeah. Like that whole right. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's how you know rare. it was good. That's mm-hmm. rare. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so thank you, Nick. Yeah. Um, and then we have Kevin Ickes. Can I ever tell you about the potato salad I made? Kevin Ickes. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Ickes. No, he's really uh, we've, the we've David said, Ickes. Yeah. yeah, we've said his name before. I he's, know. A, he's a people of the lizards. He is a people yeah. of the lizards. People mm-hmm. of the lizards. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Comes stored in the balls. Hmm. His eyes yeah. closed sideways. Ooh, that's thing. weird. That's a trip. Yeah. He has a like goat, like the goat, the cat eyes, how the goats, how their eyes are crooked. You know, have you ever looked at a goat in the eyes? No, they don't you have eyes. What do you mean, dude? Their shits are like fucking. They got the cat eyes. <laughs> their shit. Oh no, are they the long? Which way are their pupils? Goats <laughs> no, are like they're fucking. They're crazy. crazy. Are they? Yeah, they're, they're fucking shit. weird, they're fucking dude. Goat eyes are crazy aliens. as fuck. That's why they're devil animals. Yo, man, you ever yeah. seen them dodecahedrons? <laughs> <laughs> have you? You ever seen them? I gotta look it up now. Oh, they're fucking Goat crazy. <laughs> <laughs> man, that shit's geometric, man. You ever seen it? I don't think there's <laughs> these pictures. Oh, it is what? weird. Yeah. I tell you, you never seen a goat eye? It can't be real. Let me see. It can't be real. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, goat eyes. It looks like a parasite got a hold of them. They're, 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 they're a trip. That guy. Yeah, but down. that's what uh, that's what Kevin Icky's yeah, yeah, they're like. sideways. <clears throat> yeah, oh, there's a bar, like there's a barcode. Like you feel like you could scan, scan a goat it? eye. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, fucking like, look weird, at that. That looks digital. That can't be right. Yeah. God got lazy uh, on that one. Uh, can't really get a picture in live. Yeah. So thank you for the patronage. Uh, it helps a lot. Um, if you uh, want to have a way to support the show, if you like to listen and you want to support it, that's a really, really super easy way to do it. Go to patreon.com black slash King podcast. And uh, as little as a dollar, you get our bonus episodes. If you give more, you get more other swag and cool stuff. Um, and uh, that's what, say about that yeah okay, i need to pause a minute because my voice is going out we're in the funny 20 take bro. a drink <clears throat> are we, that fast? More, more we haven't been together <laughs> we haven't been together in a while like right. it just mm-hmm. we were worried about not having enough to talk about <clears throat> too uh, much to talk about we need to yeah, shut the fuck up <clears throat> yeah keep going yeah. rodney dangerfield my rodney, dangerfield's hurting my left one's hurting me is it yeah whenever my back hurts man my oh, fucking... yeah, isn't there supposed to be pictures of his balls on the internet that are like four definitely feet long or something They're huge well, it was in natural born killer yeah is it really his balls to his knees yeah i'm looking it up Rodney uh, Dangerfields. So Rodney Dangerfield is our top. Where'd the topic come from? Was it a suggestion? It's or? on the Patreon list. Okay. Yeah, I should probably find out who suggested that. Give credit here. Um, Danger. So that's uh, finding balls. I'll find who balls. suggested this. I'll say the the one thing that I'll say about Rodney Dangerfield is his his comedy <clears throat> is really unlike anyone else's comedy. Like it's. I, I, I think about how much writing would have to go into it. And he actually wrote it. Like I watched yeah, the biography on him and he had this, it was really cool how he did it too. Like he made like, there was like extra, like all handwritten and he has every, or his ex-wife has all the notebooks from like Carson appearing 65 fucking mm-hmm. this show, like Ed McMahon or whatever. And it's like the show for that show with the appearance handwritten. He wrote it all down exactly how it was going to go. All those fucking one-liners, but it's all about the timing delivery with him. Yes. So well done. 
and it's the same. It's the same pattern. <clears throat> I mean, his once he fell on his shtick, and we'll talk about that. His whole shtick is I get no respect, and then he talks about how bad his life is, and every joke is he sets up an area of life that could somehow be bad. And then he tells you what's bad about it in his life. Yeah. So he'll be like, like, oh, did I ever tell you about my wife? Like, you know, forget about it. You know, oh, uh, ugly boy. I was an ugly kid, you know, and then it's like now I'm in ugly kid mode. Yeah. And then he can rattle off a bunch of ugly kid jokes. And, and then it's like, oh, I'm too fat. Or then it's, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, people give me no respect at airports. No and respect. Then it's, and then he yeah. just I does. thought I wasn't going to laugh at it because it's going to be kind of fucking like goofy. Yeah, he's funny, man. I you watched have to laugh a at ton it, of that last night. Yeah. I watched like the best of one liners rotting mm-hmm. he's funny man like movie quotes rotting dangerfield i watched all the leno appearances a bunch of johnny carson appearances and i was fucking laughing like over it's, and over it's kind of too I like was really surprised it, how funny a, he was. a good comedian like um if you have like a normal looking comedian they have to be really funny yeah. you know like the things that they're spewing out of their mouth has to be <clears> really funny he could just say like Hey, how's it going? And his fucking eyes yeah, yeah, yeah. are fucking look like a gecko. Yeah. Fu- yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just right. like, he's just a funny character. He's just a funny fucking guy. Yeah. The, the uh, on his own. character. Yeah. The yeah. character on his own. He's funny. Like he, <laughs> mm-hmm. he just talked to you and you just fucking have to laugh at the guy. And I went, his fucking eyes and everything, his facial expressions. I rewatched Caddyshack last night for the first time in a million mm-hmm. fucking years. Yeah. I watched highlights. I was going to watch and it and ran out of time. The majority of the movie doesn't hold up. <clears throat> but the scenes like it shows you a couple of comic masters at play because Chevy, yeah, Chevy Chase, Chase yeah. and uh and Rodney Dangerfield are just fucking amazing. And uh who else is in it? Uh, Bill, Murray. Murray. Bill Murray, yeah, Murray. His his I stuff isn't very good. Murray. Yeah, his it stuff's was like, just, like I think he just like it's just such a weird character and he's fighting the gopher. And, and isn't yeah. Bill, Bill Murray's brothers in that who's like <clears throat> yeah, fucking he wrote it. Yeah, Noah Bob from Bob Murley. Yeah. yeah no. The guy he played Noah Brian Noah's Doyle arcade. Murray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Bob, I, knew, I didn't Bob know that Murray. was his brother. That's crazy. Yeah. No, he wrote he was one of the authors. Like he 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 and Harold Ramis co wrote Ghostbusters together. Like Brian Doyle Murray yeah. was like in the mix with like yeah, oh, even, even Ghostbusters. Harold Ramis though. was the guy he was. I just think of him like fucking Ghostbusters. That's yeah. all I think. Like, and I realize he Bill, did so many movies. Yeah. Bill Murray, like he he's a strange uh, the the strange phenomenon, you know what I mean? Right. Because I know he's a funny guy. Like I, I I know that, but there's like stuff that I've went back and rewatched, like Ghostbusters right. two. I think Ghostbusters two was on, and um I was watching it, and it was like Jamie Lee Curtis and him, and and I was like, I just it's not the, the pink kind of yeah yeah yeah, and it's kind of like uh, I was it's not watching Jamie it. Lee Curtis though, it's not. It's Didn't you say that last time? Didn't we have this last time? You got lady. the alien confused with right. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. same with same someone. chick. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis. I hate. Yeah. I don't like her very much. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, it was Dolly Parton. Uh, Whitney, yeah, Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yes, yeah. same thing. Yeah, she had a little powder on her nose. Yeah, um, yeah. But I was like watching. I was like, yeah, it's not Bill Murray's. Like not. But then I've I watched him like um, you know in certain things, and I'm like, oh yeah, no, he crushes. Yeah, I think to me, and I might be totally wrong here, but rewatching Caddyshack because I because some of the research I did on Caddyshack said that um, the they had a script and that at first they were doing their best to stick to the script and like make this Hollywood but movie you had and stick Chevy to the Chase, script. Bill Murray and Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. And I, I felt like Bill Murray 
like they might have filmed his scenes first and they were like stick to the script bill like uh, fucking stick to the and script then let it go but then once danger i think they wanted to put up, him down then that yeah makes sense. i, I yeah. think when Dangerfield showed up and was just doing his fucking thing they're like just keep fucking rolling same thing with chevy Ch- there, there's like scenes where chevy chase is like in his house like like the love scene with this with the the woman and it was really quite beautiful like a lot of times that's you see, rare. That, you 80s see chicks yeah, are usually not you hot. see it's and weird. you're like, yeah. that's, she's not good. But like, you're like, Oh fuck, she's really attractive. But like, there are moments when they're like laying in bed together and he's giving her a massage and you can just see on her face that she's doing everything she can not to laugh because Chevy chase is just fucking riffing and going off script and fucking saying whatever he's saying. But, um, but yeah, uh, Rodney Dangerfield to me made makes that movie. I like have his one liners found respect so for him though. Like good. I just thought of him as this like obscure comedian from the past. Like that was like that whole I get no respect. Mm. Like I yeah. saw that it was just that like corny fucking mm-hmm. thing, like Andrew Dice Clayish kind of shit, right. you know. And I didn't realize that he was responsible for bringing up so many comedians. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. I mean, he's the the way. I mean, basically. And then he the did it for state, so long, like Charlie Chaplin and yeah. shit. Like the motherfucker is born in the twenties and was like doing shit forever. The like, state of um the state of stand-up comedy as it exists right now only exists this way because of Rodney Dangerfield. Right. Because of his success, because of the club he opened, because of what he did on I mean, like Keep in mind that, like, I don't think a lot of uh, people who weren't of that era understand the power that Johnny Carson had as a late, like, he was the only late night host. Did you see the beef that was behind that for Mm -hmm. a little while? So he didn't get to go on Carson when he should have gone on Carson because he did a joke in a club and one of Carson's writers saw the joke and fucking wrote it into Carson's monologue or some shit. And, And so it got used on the Johnny Carson show. Rodney Dangerfield said, hey, you got a thief in your fucking writing uh, staff. Um, this guy stole my joke from whatever. It rubbed Johnny Carson the wrong way. And for fucking like years, wow. like a long time, like decades, I think, um, he Love didn't get time. on the Johnny Carson show. <clears throat> and being on the Johnny Carson show for seven minutes was Major equivalent career. to working clubs for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Because the audience that you got in front of immediately. And so at some so, point So, I mean, in if time, you did, if you did one set on Carson as a comedian or as a band, you were immediately booked all over the nation. Your household name immediately yes. could demand fucking yeah. much more money and get a Vegas show or something. Yeah. So he still scrubbed and worked his way until he had like a big show. And Johnny Carson, I can't remember who else showed up, were at a fucking club and they couldn't even get in to the Rodney Dangerfield show because there was no seats available and he found he out that they're out there. Legacy, he yeah. brought them in there and got them a table and then after the show or something like sat down and said I'm sorry and like fucking just ate his fuck like put his foot right, in his mouth and said right. even though someone really did steal his yeah, joke yeah, 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 Johnny yeah, Carson yeah. but Johnny Carson wasn't cool like they booked him and he went and told all his friends and then Johnny Carson's like whoa whoa no no not Dangerfield and fucking said no right but then after the table sitting he said sorry to the godfather of fucking right, late right. night and he put him on the fucking show. And then after that, they were like best fucking buds. And, yeah. And like so he made Johnny he did, Carson laugh so fucking oh, you hard see it all the time. It's real, yeah. genuine yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, laughter. Yeah. It's, I mean, he did the Carson show 70 times. That's dude. crazy. Like, and like you 70? said, 70, yeah. 70, one appearance Man. after being your shunned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. dude. Yeah. He, did he like reached in uh, Johnny Carson's box in this interview and there was like cigarettes yeah. on the desk. And I was like, Oh, yeah. that made me feel weird. Like, don't be reaching that box. I feel like you shouldn't be doing yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, it was fucking funny, man. No. So yeah, he's, he's, he's a, uh, 
He's and that did it, though. That was it. After that, yeah. he was fucking... Yeah, no, I hadn't heard any of that. When he was already selling out clubs on his own. Right. Yeah. You know the biography I mean? like, that's, had that's a couple cool. crazy things, too, like from his childhood and not what we'll go through, but I know he like fucking did weird little odd jobs, but like at some point in time, they told stories about that he would let men kiss him for a nickel. Wow. Like, you okay. know, how he, can, he ends up getting molested at one point, but right. like he was like no supervision, bad parents, and he was like older men were like hiring, like paying him because he's running on the street. <clears throat> like, come here and give me a kiss and I'll give you a nickel. So I don't know what else may what have happened. That's, well, he that's, was kissing I mean, he was probably nickel. hungry. When know? he was I mean, like, right. yeah, when he was like five and six, he was just uh, running around dirty right. foot and fucking kissing guys for a nickel. Damn. Crazy. Damn. Kissing nickels. Yeah. So he's born Jacob Cohen in Babylon, New York. Um, his father, Phil Roy, was a comic and a juggler who was on the vaudeville circuit. So he was a performer who would tour um, <clears throat> around the nation. And like vaudeville was primarily in New York, but the circuit would take you to big cities all over the place. And you would do, you know, it was old school, like comedy yeah. and variety show. It's how the Marx Brothers came up. It's how the Three Stooges came up. They we were see that time and time again with a lot of these comedians that we cover too, like that <clears throat> is like a generational thing where their parents right. were in comedy or in mm -hmm. theater or something. Yeah. And on one of the Carson things, he shows a picture of his dad with Charlie Chaplin in a vaudeville show. Dad was I mean, that's not, that's not unheard of. You have, you have sports people who raise their kid, you know, a football player right. is going to raise a football player, you know, but dad like, didn't really raise him. And it was, no, just I, like, I know like, that, but I mean, it's in genetics. the genes. Yeah. yeah. It's in the yeah. genes. He's a funny guy, you know? So, um, he abandons the family shortly after, uh, I'm just going to call him Rodney, even though it's not his name. Shortly after Rodney's born, uh, his dad bounces and, uh, his mom has to, has to raise him alone and they're fucking broke. And he does anything he can to help money. Fucking sells ice creams. Fucking newspapers. Fucking sells fish. Kisses uh, old man. Like, kisses, kisses old man old for a nickel, yeah. apparently. Um, they end up in uh, Queens um, when he's ten, and uh, his <clears throat> his widow uh, told stories in an interview that basically talked about how unloved and how unwanted he was by his mother. She just gave him no attention, no love. Uh, no, nothing. Comes never full gave circle. him kisses. He got no respect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, never kissed him, never hugged him, never showed him any affection. Um, his widow told the story when he was young. Uh, he's her, the, the mom said, you need to start saving money from your odd jobs. If you want to play football next year. Um, Cause I'm not paying for your football uniform. So then she had him like work all summer long to save up enough money to pay for his football uniform. And then she stole all the money out of the jar. There's like the whole thing was a setup, yeah, to get him to, to save fucking money. save money so yeah. she could fucking take it. Like if you're out there and you're this, childhood. like the biography thing's really cool too. I mean, it shows it's like <clears> lots <throat> of sad stories like that. Like his sister and her friend were going to the movies and they did this shit where they're like, he's like, oh god, he wanted to go to the movies so bad. He's this little fucking dirty kid. They're poor mm -hmm. and they were going to go see a movie. I can't remember what the movie was. And she was like, if you go in there and wash up, um, then you can go to the movies with us. And so they fucking like told him to go to the bathroom. And while he's washing his hands, they just fucking bailed out on him and took right. off down the street. Right. And he just fucking, they were gone. Like, it's just, it made you like go like, oh, this little fucking kid was like yeah. seven years old. And he wanted just to go to the movie so out. bad. Yeah. And, and they just fucking tricked him yeah. and left him like that. And and think about, he could have been a serial killer instead. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the thing the, all yeah he's right there. Here. Yeah. He's yeah. right there. Like yeah. he got all molested. He's fucking here. kissing old men for his nickel. His dad fucking left him. His mom didn't fucking give him any affection. And it has such a profound effect during child development to yeah. not 
not be shown love of any sort like that. All of this makes his performance and his scene in Natural Born Killers even fucking creepier. I can't remember it. I've seen it, but I don't remember. He he plays like a molesting father of it's like that movie's it's, it's probably real life to him it's you know a what difficult I mean? like, scene because the scene is set up like a sitcom they even film it with like three cameras like a sitcom and it's on a sitcom stage and there's a laugh track but it's like he like he'll make some comment about like fucking grabbing his stepdaughter's tits oh, and I it's like not this. funny at yeah. all but then the laugh track kicks up oh, and it's yeah. like every time he leers at her or makes a sexual rap, I remember like, this. the laugh track kicks up oh, on all man. these horrible yeah. moments it's so it's yeah. such an amazing scene um the girl from that movie's weird she's like one of those like are you hot i feel like you're hot it's yeah. weird i don't think you're supposed to be hot but for some reason you are like what's her name from diane twerd cape fear or something too yeah yeah, yeah she wasn't yelani yelani from diane yeah, i always yeah. said i don't know if i want to fight her like fuck weird her. Yeah, yeah weird uh the fifth element chick <clears throat> yeah axel and naya he's like that yeah, yeah. Axel and naya, yeah. yeah. Pretty except, much for, except for the good looking part yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You so, just don't know that you're like, is he yeah, male, yeah. female? Like, what is he? Right. Like, does his vagina suck or is it yeah. like, what, like, what happens? Like, is yeah. it, <laughs> does he have some kind of androgynous orifice down there? Yeah. I don't know does it look happening. like goat eyes down yeah. there? Like, what's the like, with the barcode? After you, after you fuck it, is your dick oily? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> God. I'm so, uncomfortable with how far this went. So in 2004, uh, Dangerfield, in a quote, he said, um, they asked if he could change anything about his life. He said, I would choose... A different mother, different father, different sister, different everything, but I'll stay the same. Wow. <laughs> like, That's a sad, but such a cool quote. Yeah. Because like, really, he turned out fine. Right. He fuck. I mean, we had depression. Well, he battled yeah, some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, re- for God, yeah, considering he went on, that, yeah. Yeah, 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 king of the world based off where he came yeah. from. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Fuck. at 15, I read, I only read one article that said this, but it said that at 15, he started writing for stand-up comedians. Like he was doing work at a resort in um, Ellenville, New York. So comedians would come through there and then he would write, they would pay him money for jokes. So he would write hmm. jokes for him at 15 and then give them to him and they'd go up and, and do them. It's funny. You never think about the road to like <coughs> your persona. Like you see like comedians and we know them once they're famous, but you right. don't always see them coming up. And he did like weird shit. Like he did a bunch of weird shit trying to find himself as yeah. a comedian. Right. He's not like Jim Carrey talking about how he lived in a, Lived in a fucking van. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, they, he was fucking poor. Right. Yep. You know, and you're Jim like, Carrey is an interesting fucking guy. Yeah. Man. He's really interesting. Yeah. Man. And yeah, I mean, like, a lot of a lot of comedians have. And he ties directly back to Rodney. Yeah. Daniels. Yeah. Ha, have mm. a, a really rough, just fucked up. Rough you know time, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if you go to like small clubs where you're seeing comedians that you don't know who they are, like, guys are funny. But when they leave there, they're probably getting into a fucking shitty little fucking Toyota Corolla yeah. and fucking driving to the shitty roach infested apartment or something. You know what I mean? Not saying yeah. that they're all like that, but I'm just saying like, like the life that yeah, they live. To you, they're is, a rock star on stage, but you have yeah, no idea what they're yeah. going through. It's just like, through, it's yeah. like you can go watch a band and be like, damn, this band fucking rocks. And then they're just some fucking like poor together in the on the road. Yeah. Just out. like some shit bag, like fucking <clears throat> no jobs, like just trying to make it. They're probably losers in high school. They were. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. No, I actually, like uh, no one heard the bonus episode. Now, I, Brad's. I got a. I got <laughs> tickets to see <clears throat> Nate Bargatze at the Fox. Who's that? Fucking hysterical yeah. comedian. Dude. Yeah, I've never the heard. Special of him. just came out on Netflix. Nate Bargatze. Um, yeah, Nate. Nate Bargatze. 
He's Sounds, coming in. He needs to change his name. On we got tickets. October. Who's going with you, bro? You got a date? Yeah, um, tickets. Yeah. Not say. us. Not secret. us because he didn't invite yeah, us. Clearly. I bought two tickets. Either one of you are free to Bargazzi. join. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> now me and Brad got, now me and Brad got a yeah, yeah. cock fight yeah, over it. Yeah. yeah, I got two tickets. One's yeah. for me and one's for you guys. Uh, settle that you guys shit. Want to yeah, go? Who impresses me the most between yeah. now oh, and October? He, he does yeah. look familiar, actually. He's fucking hysterical. Oh, dude. I think I might have watched this He's guy. Very actually. funny. Yeah. yeah, I think I watched him. See, then I should go. I've never heard of him. There no. you go. I'm settled. I'll just uh, buy another ticket. Wave it. Hi guys. I got nachos. Did you guys get nachos? Um. So yeah, then so at seventeen he started writing jokes for himself, and he started performing um his own acts. Uh, and by nineteen he was doing he was trying to do the act full time, uh, and he uh legally changed his name to Jack Roy, which really <clears throat> is kind of fucked up because Roy is his father's last name, and his father fucking left him when he was an infant. And 19 years later, he still chose to change his name to Roy after his father. Then again, maybe it was strategic because his father was like known on the vaudeville circuit. Right. So if he's Jack Roy and he can cash in on his father's, you know, his father's a comedian too. So maybe he can cash in on his father's fame to get his foot in a couple of doors. Maybe that does make sense. Yeah, I don't remember him saying anything in the documentary <clears throat> I watched about that. But um, so he starts to earn $12 a week plus room and board um and uh at one point when he was doing this and i i found this very strange it said that he was bringing in as much as three hundred dollars a week but that comedy didn't pay well enough and he was struggling financially i was like that's a lot now that's a what? fucking lot of well, money a lot back now then, but dude. it's i mean it's a lot of money it's 1200 bucks <clears throat> like that's yeah that's some money if you, got a, if you got a roommate and shit you're okay let's see but i mean back unless they're inflating the the three hundred dollars maybe yeah, it was the equivalent now because if you were making three hundred dollars a week in the fucking nineteen fucking forties or fifties yeah, or some shit, you were fine, dude. Yeah, I saw that too, and I yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. Then again, it might have been you made three hundred bucks this week and you're not working again for three weeks. Yeah, you know, or your next five still gigs that. Might are, are paying you nothing and you have to spend gas to get yeah. there. Yeah, you you make know. seventy dollars an hour, you get four hours a week. Yeah, you it know, might be that it might and it might have been you know, it's not even just four hours a week. Like you got your three hundred dollars that week and then you didn't make a fucking dime. That's yeah, the end of the job. You know, that was accidental math for the record. That was three hundred dollars. <throat> did the math after the oh, fact. Nice. My brain just did that. Oh, oh, that's weird. So he met a singer named Joyce Indig, and uh, they I don't got like married. Her last name. I like that last name. Well, she drove him out of show business. I Mitch. guess it was probably his choice. But he decided to give up show business. They got married. They moved to Jersey. They had two kids. Um, he just did all kinds of bullshit jobs: aluminum uh, siding salesman. Um, etc. But there was some he never, guy they interviewed, and he's like, "Yeah, friend of the family, their whole claim to fame, like their whole fucking life. Like, like if you talk to these people, meet them, they'd be like, Rodney Dangerfield did our aluminum siding. Like that was their fucking yeah. thing. Like, what's your life like when you're like, yeah, you know, Rodney Dangerfield? Like, what year did he do that? Is right. it still there? Did right. it rot away? Jesus Christ! Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I had a neighbor like that at my house that I lived in before the one I'm in now, and he was like, uh, his his claim was he knew his personal friends with Guy Fieri. Oh, like that was, you know, that's his personal friend. Yeah, man. Sometimes people's like biggest brag is like the worst. I, mean, I don't have a big brag. <laughs> yeah. My biggest brag would be like, I met Johnny Cash and shook his hand and June Carter Cash yeah. on a plane in Tennessee. That's a good brag. That's pretty fucking cool, I guess. That's cool. You know, Johnny Cash. But yeah. I'm, I'm not, not like, I don't meet people and tell them that. 
Yeah. Like, right. How's it going? Yeah. Met Johnny Cash once. Sugar also fan. got a Billy you know Kid's enchilada recipe yeah. in Food yeah. Max. <laughs> yeah. You know my friend's Guy Fieri, yeah. you know. I'm like, well, he ain't never been to your fucking house. Yeah, I ain't seen him, him, yeah. Never rolled up in his fucking Camaro. <clears throat> call him yeah. right now. Yeah, call yeah, him right, yeah, exactly. right now. That's, yeah. yeah. I want an extreme yeah. nacho recipe and a hair. And, rec- and a recommended yeah. barber. Yeah. <laughs> a barber. He's a stylist. <laughs> yeah. So That's true. He suffered from depression because he's working bullshit jobs and he's meant to be a fucking stand-up comedian. Um, and in, and he had to kiss 20 old men to get a dollar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the same depression if you're a man and want to be a woman, you know? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So in 1962, they got a divorce and then in 1963, they got married again. And then by 1970, uh, they, they dissolved the relationship. Um, but he ends up going back to comedy um, in the early sixties, he's still being a salesman, but he starts doing stand-up comedy. How old is he night. at this point? He's 42 when he starts oh, wow. comedy again. Yeah, dude. Wow. Like that that really sure. fucking said something to me. It's like, if yeah. you've like, Oh, I've always wanted to be a fucking screenwriter or I've always wanted to fucking, fucking whatever or be yeah. a musician or whatever. It's like Roddy Dangerfield really started. Was, well, I mean, granted wow. he was writing jokes from 15. Yeah, so yeah. he was in that yeah. headspace. He never left that headspace. I wonder if he kept writing. It said like, he did. Yeah, he kept he was constantly writing. So he writing had jokes. He had a fucking yeah. plethora. Of yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn. Um, Would you say I had a plethora of horses? But again, part of the magic isn't just to have all those jokes. It's to it's the timing of them. It's when, oh, yeah. how to weave them yeah. together. What what order do I tell them yeah. in? Like all of that is part of the art. Um, but yeah, so in 1942, he legit started doing comedy for the second time. Smells like chocolate, huh? I feel like I'm in the mall. <laughs> it's nice. Um, it's a nice. <laughs> so he realizes that he's not blowing up because he doesn't have a uh, thing. Like a shtick, he doesn't a have persona. an image. He doesn't. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have anything. He's just something to super differentiate generic. him between whatever other comedian. Like, oh, right. that's the guy with the fucking puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that guy, right? So. Um, he ends up, uh, and there's a lot of different theories about where exactly he heard the name, but he ends up taking on the name Rodney Dangerfield. He said maybe and, a club owner gave it to him, and then Johnny Carson said it came from some other comedian right, because so it used to be a punchline. It used to be a punchline of some sort. So Jack, he uh, said it in the thing. I don't remember. Uh, Jack saying. Benny, um, who was like pre Johnny Carson, like the Jack Benny show. He was like where comedians would would get their break and all that stuff back in the day. Um, and uh, he said, um, Johnny Carson did an interview and Carson said, I knew Rodney when he worked under another name, Jack Roy, 15 or 20 years ago. He worked the mountains, the clubs. Then he stepped out of the business for a while. Um, uh, I asked him one night, do you know where you got the name Rodney Dangerfield? And he says, no, I don't. And I would had to remind him where the name came from. I remembered a sketch that Jack Benny did some 20 years ago on his show. And um, they were holding a party. So basically the, the joke was they were holding a party and they kept saying it was like a bunch of Hollywood high end people. It's a weird joke, but they're like, Oh, did Gary, Co- is Gary Cooper coming? And they were like, no. And like, like all these old movie stars, it was an old fucking joke. And then they were like, well, who's coming? And then the punchline was Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, who the fuck's and that? And Rodney yeah. Dangerfield was like a punchline, like apparently on a couple of shows. 
and that comedians would use that if just some nobody showed up, right. the name of this nobody schmuck. Was Rodney Dangerfield. Like, like, was dude Rodney passerby. Dan- it's like dude passerby. Right. Yeah. So it was just a punchline of some nobody that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. And then. It's the not going to work here anymore line. Exactly. Yeah. Like they'd be like, who's up next? Ah, fucking, uh, you know, uh, fucking Rodney Dangerfield. But again, it so perfectly matches his own life story. The shtick he takes yeah. on, like He's the nobody. if the theory yeah. is I get no Who respect yeah. and I take on the name that is a punchline of it's old vaudeville comedians of a nobody. Yeah. Like it's the perfect name. I wonder what that's you know? like to have had three names. Like, and obviously Rodney Dangerfield is so like, has taken decades of experience well, in movies Brent, and things. I can tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You forget. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, yeah, you just become. Yeah, the, next name. the latest yeah. one. Well, I yeah. see like women change their last name during marriage, but for your first name to change entirely, it's different yeah. though. Well, all of a sudden, I was like fucking Chuck. Your first name. You're I like, mean, what the fuck? It's the same thing with people that like you went by Brent your whole life, and then all of a sudden somebody starts calling you fucking Nogginhead, and that became your nickname. We're all calling you Nogginhead. When I worked right. at Office you know, Depot, like, everyone called me Van, and that did yeah. happen, and I yeah. kind of adapted to it. Yeah, you just Van. Hey, Van. You look yeah. and you're like, oh, that's me. Like it's like they a dog. Mean me, yeah. yeah. And the funny thing it's is you'll completely forget about it. But like when I talk to certain groups of friends of mine from Battle Creek, if I call them and they see my name is like when they pick up, they're like, Nug, it's so good to hear from you. That's funny. And it's yeah, like, it's Nug. I can't right. believe like that's Even right. though that's like, not like Dave or, no. or fucking and Brent or even Brad. Though it's like been it's, fucking yeah. decades since anyone called me that. As soon as yeah. I hear it, there's no, it's like, oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. what I'm called yeah, here. Yeah, that's me. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm in a different place now. Right, yeah. exactly. I have one friend that calls me Fossil or Flushum. Like, because they fucked up my name in wrestling so bad at fucking <laughs> wrestling like, fucking tournaments. Brent Van they Flossum? Like, they would say the weirdest shit. They'd be like, 171 pounds on Matt for Brent Van Flossum. And you'd be like, what in the fuck? It's not that hard. And then we ha- we're also in, we're in junior high together. And I think the teacher was just fucking with me now when oh, I look yeah. back. And he would be like, Brinch? Um, <laughs> branch, yeah, present branch, fucking. He would say the weirdest <laughs> shit, That's and so funny. that same guy, actually, my buddy Tommy and Gary says branch. He goes, "What's up, branch? How you been, bro? What's up, branch?" And he says, "Branch, branch. or branch?" And yeah. then he'd be like, "What's up, Flushum, Flossum?" Just like weird wrestling tournament yeah. fuck ups, you know? Yeah, yeah. I started a thing. We have a, a buddy named Perry. So I call him Derry, Barry, Jerry, like everything, right. and yeah, everybody yeah. else started doing it too. Like, right. what are you talking about, Jerry? Yeah, and I'm like, hey. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Perry. Yeah, everybody just like, yeah, no, don't ever say his name. It's right. just always something else right. that, that goes with it. So he kind of answers to anything now. It's kind of funny. You talked about 9-11 with that one guy again? What's that? That guy that got mad at you in the bucket? Nah, over? he's off my crew. That's okay. funny. Yeah, I kicked him off. <laughs> so in March of 1967, um, the Ed Sullivan show needs a last-minute replacement for someone who backed out, and they end up. You know, they know, I mean, he lives in New York. They're in New York. They're like, hey, can you come on tonight? We, we've seen, you know, they've probably, their talent scout has probably seen oh, him yeah. perform all over the place. And they were like, if you can come on. So he goes on in March 1967, and apparently he's like the fucking hit of the show. And everybody loves him. Um, they start bringing him back on regularly. And uh, even though, you know, Ed Sullivan, again, huge name in in comedy and TV back then. So he immediately starts headlining shows in Vegas. Who's the clearinghouse guy that comes to your door? Ed, 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 Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon, all right. Right. That's Carson's number two. He sounds like a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, he starts Ed doing McMahon. Ed Sullivan Ed regularly. McMahon. That sounds just like it. It's right there. <laughs> he does the Dean Martin show, and then eventually he breaks the beef, and he gets on with, with Johnny Carson. Um, Sometimes I break the beef in the shower. Do you? Yeah, that's where you got to do it. Yeah. It's just it it's private. There's noise. No one can hear if you break the beef in there. Shake it, don't break it, brother. 
1969, um, he ends up, uh, his ex-wife is sick and dying, and he realizes, I can't keep going to Vegas and touring and doing all this stuff. I need to, like, permanently be working in New York because I have two daughters and I want to be able to see them and be around them and so forth. So he, he, and, uh, uh, one of the people who, who, uh, a longtime friend of his, uh, open up danger fields, uh, comedy club in New York city, which I was super fucking sad to find out that it like permanently closed down due to because COVID. of COVID fuck off man. COVID how permanently. Does, how does the community of comedy not save that somehow? Well, because like, there's no fucking acts. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure there's tons of comedy clubs that completely Who fucking owned the shuttered. building though. Like, could you not like somebody, just... will, somebody will open it back up. It'll, that was, I mean, I'm sure that was exactly what the issue came down to. Somebody owned the building. And at the end of the day, whoever was currently managing danger fields yeah. can't keep paying because there's no clientele. And where's that? It's in L.A. or and something? The, it's in New York. It's in New York. So yeah. the money and for And the that building is like, like yeah. fuck off. Like, I, this, yeah. this is worth so way much too money. much money. So hopefully danger fields will reopen, you know, um, at the, some the, point. the history is in that building. That's yeah. the fucking thing. It's like, so that's, at danger fields, uh, they started to film H. Like, and I remember Rodney Dangerfield a lot from way back when I was a kid on HBO because HBO was the only place to really watch stand up. And they would do like their half hour comedy. You could get a special, a one hour special on HBO. And then every weekend they did the half hour comedy hour or whatever. And it was um, very often it was filled at Dangerfields. And it would just be like two or three comics, like 10 minute sets. Dangerfield would open, you know, with a, with a quick bit. I remember but, his celebrity from that era, like him being a thing, a yeah, household yeah, yeah. name. I, I don't sure. recall like specifics other than like Caddyshack or something. Right, right. So, but yeah, so uh, comedians who came up through there, Jerry Seinfeld, Jim Carrey, Tim Allen, Roseanne Barr, uh, Robert Townsend, Jeff Foxworthy, Sam Kinison, Bill Hicks, Rita Rudner, Andrew Dice Clay, Louis Anderson, Dom Herrera, and Bob Saget all started. I watched in, a ton of clips from that, from all of them being in that club. It's wild to see those people in the young. I'm like, but Andrew Dice Clay is so weird. Yeah. Smoking the cigarette around yeah. the back of his fucking head. Seeing Roseanne. I started thinking about like people. I was like, look at Roseanne. Like that is a woman. That's a fucking woman. And she decided like. Probably in her forties. Yeah. Like I'm going to be a fucking comedian. Like, yeah. you know, there's like, you know, funny fucking people and they just fucking went for it and became yeah, yeah. Roseanne. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just yep. like, she was sitting at home, could have had and some bullshit job yeah, doing whatever yeah. the fuck she was doing, administrative work. And right. was like, I'm going to go to this comedy club. And I'm fucking funny. I make my friends laugh. I could bet I can make these people laugh. And right. then she's Roseanne. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's Roseanne. Same thing with Jim Carrey with any of those people. She was on Ambien, Brad. <clears throat> Ambien made her do it. Yeah. Ambien made her do it. She gets racist when she takes Ambien. Yeah. So oh, she, she got racist too? Yeah, yeah. That's her whole problem. She oh, said I didn't know something that. No, I thought it was, I thought What'd it was she say? She said something. She was leaving the country because somebody got was. elected at some point. Because yeah. it was when they redid the Roseanne show or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, and they canceled Roseanne after all that. But uh, yeah, Rogan had her on Well, for, no, they didn't cancel Roseanne. They fired Roseanne. They got new and Roseanne. They, and they kept the show going. Oh, did yeah. they keep the show going? <laughs> yeah. That's oh, okay. Funny. They renamed it The Connors and, and did another yeah. season. I was going to look at Paula Dean and have another. So... That ultimately he evolves into the black suit, red tie. I don't get no respect. And um, he said that uh, he's, he was backstage at a club and there were a bunch of mobsters back there. And one of them was like being dead serious, but kept talking to the other guys. And he was like, I don't get no respect. And he just like kept saying this phrase over and over and then talking about all the ways he doesn't get respect in his life. And Rodney Dangerfield had already built up comedy 
that was self-deprecating that was like my life sucks and and you know whatever and uh but he was like i didn't have a hook for it and then when like he was like no one liked me you know but that didn't work and as soon as he heard i get no respect he took it and then it worked you know and you'll see him do like the carson set as soon and as he says that, everyone the crowd goes crazy. crazy. And he waits. Yeah. Like he waits. He just starts and, you know, he goes through and maybe a third of the way through his set, he finally says, I tell you, I get no respect. And then as soon as he says it, the crowd just fucking yeah. goes crazy. And he doesn't even overuse it. He might say, I get no respect twice in his entire set. He's um, cool in like, like the Mitch Hedberg way of like weird one line comedy like uh-huh. that. So fucking funny. He's like, he's like, kids and kids are mean. Like kids don't like me. He's like, he's like, I play hide and seek. Nobody looks for me. Like just funny, yeah. stupid yeah. little shit like yeah, that. Yeah. No, there's no, yeah long setup it's not like chris rock who spends seven minutes on a yeah. fucking beautiful setup with an awesome punchline yeah. it's like they're all just fucking one liner after one liner on after the one next liner. there's no segue it doesn't then, have to do anything with the previous and then as soon as the set ends he does a crazy little fucking kooky dance he walks over and sits on fucking uh sits next to carson and then just basically keeps doing his act right like it's never yeah. a really an interview and carson just handles it brilliantly every time carson just keeps setting him up yeah he was like so Rod, I heard that when you were a kid, uh, people thought you were ugly. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, they think that was ugly boy. And then he like says something. And then Carson laughs and he's like, uh, uh, what do you think about driving? Like, do you, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you have a fine time driving and he'll be like driving. Let me tell you, I got this car. And then he like fucking yeah. like Carson just, I don't even know if Carson, him. I don't it's even almost know like that freestyle. Was set, it's right, freestyle. I think it was like freestyle. Rhyming, yeah. I don't think that, I don't think it was even set up. I think yeah. Carson knew if I throw something about your wife being ugly, yeah. you got a fucking million. Yeah. Of How's them. your sex life? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got, yeah and that's yeah. kind of like, pre, like, when when you do freestyle rapping like people right. just throw out words throw potatoes yeah. yeah and they just yeah. they go and they go and they go and you keep throwing out words to them yeah. and they keep landing on it until you change it and you can even tell like you can see the art of comedy happening because his act that he just did on the stage is very polished but he's trying new ones or making them up on the spot and maybe one out of every five doesn't get a huge reaction. And he always like, you know, looks up at the camera and he's like, is this thing working? Like, you know, he knows when the jokes yeah, I don't saw work. One of those. He was he's like, is this thing on? Because there's like a laugh, <laughs> yeah. like a laugh sign or something. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so he, um, does his album, no respect in 1981, which is, he wins a Grammy for, uh, the comedy album. um, he and I don't know what we're going to do with this when we talk about albums. Like, one of the things, uh, we're a little bit out of sequence, I guess, but uh, one of his albums included a, a song called uh, Rap and Rodney, which we got right here on the desk. We got the seven inch fucking original record of that right here, on which the desk. Uh, actually <laughs> became one of the first Hot 100 rap records ever to be recorded, which is kind of sad. Um, and uh, it was a huge MTV hit. I remember that being in rotation constantly. And it's, you know. You know, I think this fucking thing is not open, dude. Well, don't open it then. I know. I was like trying to see. Like, it's not. I was going to look at the record real quick. But this fucking thing is sealed. There's so not- we, yeah, we have a sealed uh, Rap and Rodney uh, uh, single. And uh, we've got one of his uh, his albums on cassette. What's this part right here? What's that say? The F words there. Funicully? Funiculi Funicula. Funiculi Funicula. That was another song he did, I think. Uh, Um, And then we've also got uh, Rodney Dangerfield's The Loser, which I don't know what year that came out. What's it say? It doesn't say. 
Um, but yeah, we're going to give them away. I don't know how, how are we going to give them away? Who we are we going to give someone on the live right now? Cause someone oh, came and go. showed up. We could do that. There you go. Mm. Um, so, uh, but he starts doing films. He does a movie, which I'm kind of curious to see now a movie in 1971 called the projectionist, um, which he's not the star of, but he's in it. And apparently it was a box office bomb, but apparently it was like a huge hit, like in Europe. Uh, and it's just some weird movie about a failed comedian or something. And then he's doing his Rodney Dangerfield shtick in the background in a couple of scenes, but I don't think he's like actually prominently in it. But in 1980, they do Caddyshack, him, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. Um, it's a huge hit. And again, his role was really small. Um, but once he got on set and they started filming him, they were like, oh, fuck no. This guy, yeah. <clears throat> like, this is one of the keys to this movie. Like, because, I mean, if you look narratively, his character is just there to piss off Ted Knight's character, the guy who who runs the country club. And he's like the yeah. brash new what was he money from? guy. What other movie was he from? He was from like an old show where he he's fell over the back of the couch. Yeah, remember? I can't remember what where show he falls over the couch. It's that show. <sighs> Fuck. Remember he sits down like fucking like the, like find the, it. Because I was wondering it the whole time so, I was is watching that Roper. Is that fucking something Roper? No. Is that from uh Yeah, I picture him falling over a red couch. You can see him with Too his... close for comfort. There you go. Yeah. Um But yeah, it was supposed to be it's a small role. Um, but he was so good that every time he showed up and it was just riffing and fucking saying shit that wasn't in script, they just kept filming it and keeping it. And, uh, he ended up being one of the, one of the uh, key things in it. Um, and it was such a big movie and he was so good in it that studios started to bank on him and say, Hey, we're going to give you your own, your own movie. So he does easy money in 1983, which, um, I was really surprised because every, like, as I was reading like reviews and, and researching it, almost everybody who's objectively looking back at the career of Rodney Dangerfield says easy money is the best thing he ever did. I need to watch like it. so many people say that, that. Yeah. they're like, they say he's on, he's on point with his comedy. Right. He's very, he's being Rodney a hundred percent, but his acting is better. The character's better. He wrote it. He wrote right. the screenplay, Well, that probably, but I mean, they, they say that for his style yeah. and then did but it. But to me, it's back to school, like back to school. I watched clips from that today where he's in, he's in the college professors trying to teach him how to start a business. He's yeah. just fucking wrecking <laughs> yeah. everything the teacher's trying to say. And my favorite, like it's, it's fucking gets into nerd mode. But at one point, so back to school, he's a millionaire and he decides to go back to college because his son's going to college and he wants to go through that. He wants to prove yeah. to his son. Kind of like the Billy Madison, like the kind of, Adam yeah. Sandler got yeah. it from, yeah. And uh, at one point, he has to write a research paper on the book Slaughterhouse-Five that's written by Kurt Vonnegut. And it's a very strange book. It's a very weird book. And Kurt Vonnegut was like fairly famous as far as authors go, especially in the 70s and 80s. And in the movie, like at one point, he's like, he has no idea. He's never read the book and he's cheating and he, he needs to get someone else to write a paper for him on Slaughterhouse Five. And since he's a millionaire, like in he, there's a knock on the door and he opens the door and it's Kurt Vonnegut. So he's paid <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut to come to, to his dorm the, yeah. room to write a research a paper about Slaughterhouse Five. But he <laughs> later on, like several scenes later, he gets an F on the paper and the professor says that the paper is incomprehensible, <laughs> which actually is perfect for something that Kurt Vonnegut would have written. And then just like my favorite scene at one point, he's on the phone and he just says, fuck me, Vonnegut. 
fuck you and hangs up the phone and i was just happy that vonnegut was like fully part of of that scene, moment yeah. and that scene but um the, to me those are his his best two movies for back to school is is better um to me in 1991 and i don't remember this at all they made a movie called Rover Dangerfield. Yeah, I read that in your notes. I hadn't seen anything about that. Yeah, and it was again, it was Harold Ramis. He they wrote it and they intended to release it as an R-rated animated movie where hmm. Rodney Dangerfield played himself as a dog. Hmm. And it was going to be an R-rated adult like comedy way ahead of film, its time. way ahead of its time. Yeah. And the studio got into it, and they were like, no, 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 no. Like, you're spending all this money and resources animating. We're making it a fucking kid's movie. Harold Ramis has they, always been ahead of his time. He was yeah. a Ghostbuster. Now he's a ghost. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so they um, – Actually, he was a ghost after his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> um but yeah, so he plays a, his, himself as a dog. He did Ladybugs in 1982 with yeah, Jack A. It's a great movie. Uh, one of yeah. his uh, comedy <clears throat> albums, actually, there's just a, it's, it's like, oh, it's the one, I get no respect. When you flip over the back of it, there's a <laughs> chick with a dog, there's a fire hydrant, and the dog's pissing on his leg instead yeah, of the fire instead hydrant. Instead of the fire hydrant, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, I wonder how they got him to do that. That's before Photoshop. So, Fake 94, dog. he does Natural Born Killers, and at that point, uh, people are like, he needs to be a member of the Motion Picture Academy because then you can vote for Academy Awards and all that. They were like, he's been in all these fucking blockbuster movies. He like proved he's a legit actor in Natural Born Killers. I didn't realize that's how that worked. And apparently Roddy McDowell, the actor who was the head of the actors section. Yeah, they called him Roddy, Roddy McDowell. That's right. Yeah. He refused to let uh, Rodney Dangerfield be in it, but there was such a huge backlash after Natural Born Killers that they had to back off. And let him be part of that. But did you he find did. his balls? You didn't ever find his balls. Mm-hmm. I started checking Patreon. Mango, you find his balls? For the record. Never found his balls. <laughs> Mango, for the record, uh, suggested this topic. Oh, okay. That's their Patreon Mango. name, okay. yeah. Mango. Mango, yeah. He did Meet Wally Sparks in 97. He played Satan and Little Nicky in Saint-ton. 2000. Saint-ton. 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 Like that, and yeah. Little Nicky is a terrible movie. That is an awful movie. Fuck. Now, God. Have I you will- seen Little Nicky? No. Oh, God. Don't. It's okay. terrible. It's fucking bad. Brad and I finally agree on mint chip ice cream, macaroni yeah. and cheese, and little... I want to... He's terrible. <laughs> I want to do a Mandela effect and hop into a different reality real quick, however, because in 1990, they recorded a pilot for a TV show that nobody picked up um, called Where's Rodney? And it was about a teenager whose name was Rodney who could on command summon Rodney Dangerfield to help him with life's problems. I wait, isn't there a, isn't there a show like that though? Not that I know of. Someone came in and saved him. No, I'm not thinking of uh, Ziggy. What's that Ziggy thing? I'm thinking of a quantum leap. I'm thinking quantum leap for a second. No, this was like a teenager who had 1990s sitcom teenage problems. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of an angel movie. That's what I'm thinking of. I can't think what it's called, Uh, but there's like this fucking like fifties dude that like races cars off a cliff and his dad fucking dies, but he has to, he can't get into heaven unless he goes back and saves his son from making a stupid mistake. And he can fuck the angel shows up whenever he needs and helps the fucking kid. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I well, this is like that, yeah. but it's not really it's a good movie. help. And it's Rodney right. Dangerfield showing up being a foul mouth Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> he doesn't help him at all. And I think it's fucking fantastic. He gives him bad advice. See that show. Um, in yeah, I, 90- can't, I can't find his balls. You can't uh, find them. Yeah, they've they've no way. censored him. 
I don't know. I can't. They might have censored him. One, that might have been. Job, that might right? have been like when it went to DVD, they cut his balls out or something. Mm. Like you can't I get it off the internet, surprised. right? You can't disappear from the internet. Can't, you can't take it. Google do whatever the fuck they want. They've um, proven true. that in. 95 Dangerfield uh, was the really the first big celebrity to create his own internet uh, domain. Like he created RonnieDangerfield.com. And apparently he was like big on like the content and what was going to happen with yeah. it. 95 is early. The fucking game. early, yeah. dude. And there was, he like won one of the first Webley Awards hmm. uh, for his website. There was an email link on there where you could just email Rodney and he would just fucking reply to hmm. like a bunch of them every day. That's pretty cool. And he would, and even, because I was even like, if you, if you search for Rodney Dangerfield clips on YouTube, you're only going to find clips that Rodney Dangerfield's website approves because they aggressively shut everything else down and they've all got his little bow tie image in the corner. Mm. Like I didn't doing my research. I never found one kind of bootleggy looking video. They were all videos from his estate, from his website mm. with a little bow tie, you know, stamp in the corner um, because he was really big on the web and the internet and all that. Um, so in the background, he's like a web pioneer. He's running a fucking comedy club. He's like real. I mean, he's defining what it means to be a stand up comedian, how to get into movies. Because up until like a lot of stand up comedians before 1980 weren't going out and now doing movies like you did stand up yeah. or you did movies, you know, but suddenly Rodney opens that up. He opens up the way you're going to be a touring comedian. He made a search engine gigs. called Rugal. Like, it's just yeah. the name was just off. Yeah, yeah. it's just. Yeah, he was so close. Rod Mart, he was he tried to found this yeah, superstore that, that would sell stuff. Work. Um one of the big things close. was he found Jim Carrey. Um he watched Jim Carrey at the comedy store in LA. And again, this is when Jim Carrey was fucking poor and living in a van. This was before and was in Living Color. Before anything. Yeah. And um I thought he Living Color up, made him and that surprised me when it showed that. Well, Rodney I think he only got Living Color because of this. Okay. Because this was in nineteen eighty. So in 1980, he's like Dangerfield saw him once and said, I want you to open for me for a couple of shows had him, which you have to be like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I watched an interview. Oh they said God. Uh, this guy was talking about, he's like, I was at that show with Rodney. He's like, where Jim Carrey opened for me. He's like, you got to feel bad for Jim Carrey because he was nobody at the time. Yeah. And he came out and they were just like, get off the fucking stage. He said that Jim Carrey walked off the stage basically crying. Because he was just like, he couldn't even do a show. Yeah. Because they fucking heckled him off the stage. They, they wanted Rodney, Rodney to come out. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that now? It's Jim fucking Carrey. Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine Jim Carrey doing stand-up comedy now, though, either, in any way. He would do some weird, enlightened fucking shit. So he would be like, once he did. It would have been a lot of impersonations. And, now, but think and about bits early and, Jim Carrey was probably like once fucking he did Ace that, Ventura. Yeah. Like fucking, he had all those characters. I think there's no know? coming back from Andy Kaufman. Like, I think he's fucking, he tapped yeah, the weirdness. So. And yeah, like, he would so. be... Jim Carrey, Andy Kaufman, like yeah, do, yeah. Well, it's like Johnny Depp kept getting weirder and weirder. Right, you know what I mean? Right. Pretty soon, like once he played a fucking pirate on a yeah, ship, he never now he's recovered. Just, yeah, he that. never, he never came back. Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he's, he's got a fucking bully on. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bully on in his fucking pocket. You know, yeah. whatever, fuck he's that, got a yeah. bottle of rum and yeah. some fucking gold. <laughs> those, those, uh, his fucking all the rings and shit. <laughs> like, uh, his fucking so rings. Ended up on like a two year run doing uh, book shows in Vegas, and he said. Uh, this kid Jim Carrey is going to open for me. Brought him to Vegas with him. Taught he saw him the talent. Yeah. yeah, saw the talent. 
helped to train him, helped to teach him how to write jokes, et cetera, and really set him up for comedy. Cause that was in like 80 through like 83 in living color. Didn't come out until maybe 89. Right. Yeah. So th- this would have yeah. been a big that setup. Seems late, like they, they, they remained friends. Yeah. I know when he had his birthday on Leno or whatever, Jim Carrey was the one that came out and I watched yeah. it and it was like, he, you could tell he was just like super like heartfelt. Yeah. 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 Happy to fucking see him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he had a heart attack right after that show. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Jim Carrey killed him. Um, he he started to have health problems um, on his 80th birthday. He had a mild heart attack while he was doing stand up on the Tonight Show. Yeah, they gave him so, a cake. Jim Carrey came out, and then yep. he had a fucking heart attack right after the and, show. Uh, or th- this is when Leno had the Tonight Show. So this was Leno, not not uh, Carson. Yeah, yeah. and um, Leno even said like. There's something. There's something wrong. He like, noticed not, he called yeah. the called the paramedics. Yeah, he called the paramedics like during the set and was like, "This is he does not look good. Like this isn't right." But he's such a professional that he finished. His he's set. always fucking like yeah. And he's, he's like sweating and his tie and sweating and everything. Chest. Yeah, eyes are out. Yeah. Like yeah. But um, the so he went to the hospital. Apparently, everybody got pissed off because he kept smoking weed in his room. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, he went. He underwent double bypass surgery, and when he entered the hospital, uh, someone who was there helping him check in uh, said that someone there asked how long he was going to be hospitalized. Just someone who saw him in the lobby, and his reply was, "If all goes well, about a week. If not, about an hour and a half." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but. Uh, he kept uh he he finished his autobiography um called Not Easy Being Me A Lifetime of No Respect but Plenty of Sex and Drugs in 2004 um and then in August of 2004 he had a heart valve replacement surgery um and he died on October 5th of 2004 at uh, 82 from a stroke. His wife was really pretty man like I I was <coughs> like man is this a gold digger thing like I don't understand like cuz he's a kind of fucking crazy looking dude he is a crazy i mean and as an old man like (laughs) Uh extra you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because even as a young man he's not a good looking guy he's just not he like brad said his eyes are fucking crazy yeah he's just a strange looking dude even when he was really really young he kind of looks wacky you know what i mean right and so to be at his age with such a younger woman who's who's attractive but she seems so sincere and sad in the interviews but i don't know if it's that weird like grandpa love like where she fucking learned to love him you know, and then like because right, he he's, I'm, I'm sure it's hard not to love that guy. He's probably yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah, you know what I mean. So once she once she made the move, but oof, she had to do some stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> she had to play the danger field. She was speed bagging down yeah. there. You know, maybe so, maybe he had the fucking schlong. Maybe he laid he it might down have, right. Yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah, yeah if your uh, balls are that long, your wiener yeah, has exactly, to be. Exactly, dude. In 2007, oddly enough, Rodney Dangerfield tattoos were in the top celebrity tattoos in the United States. Hmm. I thought that was a weird. Well, Bill Murray tattoos were crazy for a while. Yeah, but why 2007? I know that seems late. Like, yeah, that's yeah. several years after he died. Like, I don't know. Uh, there was that fucking Chive shit, like that website Chive or whatever. Or, Chive. Yeah, yeah the Chive. It's weird shit would go viral on that, and people go fucking crazy. That's how Bill Murray got like extra popular yeah. because yeah. of Chive. I and so, about the Chive, like, yeah. it's like some weird cultish. Yeah. I could see Dangerfield being the guy. Cause, yeah. Because it's like Woody Harrelson that's is the a, other guy, too. Like, yeah, Woody's like, like that. Like that picture right there, like he's in Oof. his old man's shoes. And look at his wife, yeah, yeah she's gorgeous, yeah. 
Fucking, yeah, she's still dressed up all nice. Yeah. yeah, but she flashed her titties and he'd buy her whatever she wanted. You know yeah, what I mean? For like, sure. Fuck. Yeah. Well, Ma- maybe it was care, that dude. weird, like, you know, some father, grandpa. Who gives a fuck? He's like, exactly, fucking, dude. you're married to me. It, yeah. I'm getting it. Fucking, yeah. I don't care who you're fucking. Like, right. right. Yeah. Um, Just act like you like me while you're around me. On, uh, don't talk shit behind my back. Yeah. Make everyone else think you like me too. In 2009, Jay Leno basically said that Dangerfield, that like the architecture of Dangerfield's jokes were the exact architecture of his jokes on The Tonight Show. Right. And he said that because he would be like, the format of his jokes on The Tonight Show were he would tell Kevin Eubanks, his sidekick, like something was bad. Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this on the news? Like he, right. he always did that. Like, yeah. Right. There's like the yeah, little Yeah, it setup. is very Rodney. Yeah. And then the one-liner. Yeah. And then the one-liner, yeah. yeah. And he, he flat out said like his style is, I mean, I don't say no respect, but that joke is exactly what I do. Yeah, you're true. Like Leno's monologue is that. He yeah. says, did you guys hear about this like on the news last week yep. about fucking this person? He just uses the news. And then the and next then, yeah. sentence out of his mouth is the funny part and it moves on to the next that has nothing and to it's do all, with it. But at the funny part with Leno was always a negative right like and it was one of the reasons I didn't like his show and I didn't like him his comedy was always <laughs> like Rodney Dangerfield's comedy was self-deprecating right Ro- uh, Jay Leno's comedy talking was shit about about everybody yeah. true yeah you know it, but it's no, but himself yeah. like he was never he's always better than everybody else right. yeah so. exactly uh, and I even remember like there was a moment where I was like I'm never watching this fucking guy again and the whole thing was it was like the last act I was just hanging out for I don't know, Conan or fucking whoever you tune was in at the last 10 minutes or something. Yeah. So I was waiting for whoever was coming on next at the time. And he had like, it was, it was graduation time. So it was like late May, early June. And the smallest graduating class in America was a graduating class of five students yeah. from some small school in the Midwest yeah. somewhere. Had so and he, he flew them all out and had them on the show and the entire thing was him just insulting them. Oh, wow. And it was so uncomfortable. Like, you could tell, like, after, like, the second joke, like, these five people were just, like, looking at each other, like, the you fuck brought is us going out here just on? to fucking. Like, and I, I was just like, yeah. I was just like, fuck That's pretty this bad. guy. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, that is a horrible thing to do, yeah. you know? Um, a lot of people like get get big like that though, and they think that they're just their shit don't stink. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. they're just better than everybody, right? And because they're in that position, they can make fun of you. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Just because oh, it's just a joke. It's just right. a joke. Exactly. Don't exactly. worry about it. It's just yeah. a joke, but it's at your expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I, I never know, liked. Oh, fucking Mac the Moon never gets made fun of. You know, doesn't make fun exactly. of himself. Yeah. You know. So the other the other thing that was weird is the UCLA's Division of Neurosurgery. Um, named a suite of op- operating rooms after Rodney Dangerfield hmm. in 2005. My guess is he probably donated a lot of money there. He, he yeah. had brain surgery, though. Yeah, he had brain yeah. surgery there. They're probably like, sir, we're going to have to take you to the Dangerfield room. Yeah. Or to yeah. the Dangerfield. And he's like, what? What? Yeah. Like, where? I mean, it's probably the <laughs> but, coolest oh, person ever rolled through yeah, there. Exactly. And he was a kick And in he the probably gave money. The whole you know, time. He probably yeah. donated a lot or whatever. But <clears throat> they created the Rodney Respect Award. And uh, they presented it to his widow on the on Leno um, in 2005, and uh, now they have a, a what they call the Visionary Ball every year, where they give that award to some visionary in comedy, and it's been given to Tim Allen, Jim Carrey, Louis Anderson, Bob Saget, Chelsea Handler, Chuck Lorre, who created. Uh, two and a half men and the big bang theory not roseanne though. kelsey Grammer, 
um, Brad Garrett, who played the brother on Everybody Loves Raymond. Hmm. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, the big guy. John yeah. Lovitz and he's actually funny. A guy named Jamie Masada, who I was another like show showrunner, I think. Yeah, Masada but I think tacos. They're probably yeah, Masada tacos. I'm <laughs> I'm guessing they're not just comedians, but they're probably comedians, and they also probably do philanthropy with UCLA and whatever. But I thought that was like a cool cool legacy um, after him. But yeah, he's he's a great comedian. His films are definitely dated. But his comedy is so oh, unique. Yeah. Like just what even if even if you only laugh at one out of four of his jokes, you're gonna be laughing all the time because he just fucking spitfires yeah. jokes, you know. But yeah, there's there's nothing like him. He he really made stand up what it is today, I think. Did you see that he was actually when he died, he was in a coma for like forty days before he died. Mm-mm. So like when he went in for the last heart surgery or whatever, he just like never woke back up. He went into a coma. And his wife. They oh, kept, it was the stroke. He made yeah, it, yeah, they, yeah. They kept or the stroke. Yeah. So they went in there and like, uh, like Louis Anderson and all those fucking dudes. Like she said, someone came, like a major comedian came every single day. I bet. And they like fucking held his hand and talked to him. They're like, can you can you hear me? You know, like trying to bring him out of there. And there was like interviews. Like Louis Anderson was fucking crying and shit. <laughs> like it was, it was crazy. Like people love that. Guy. I mean, they all fucking started yeah, in his started club, him, yeah. you know. And it and he he was the club owner, but he was also the headliner. Like but he's eighty. He's he fucking probably, eighty-two. Like you, you got to go sometime. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I remember he struggled with death. Uh, he said that he, he was he had no problem getting older. He had no problem getting old, but dying was something that he really had a fucking trouble dealing with. That's mm. like to be gone, you know. Right. I think as, as you get older, because like right now I'm afraid of getting old, right? But I think once I get old, like then death will be lurking, right. you know. And also, I'm like, he, for uh, him know. specifically, because he's so fucking sharp, man. He was like with it, and yeah. when your body is just giving up on you around you, you know, your that's brain the difference. Is still where yeah. you're, same. Your brain's still there, and you're like, fuck, fuck this shit, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel right now my fucking knee hurts. You sort of yep. sit down too long, you get up, you're like, god damn it. Yep. I'm wearing pink glasses because I can't fucking see. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it, when your body gives up on you, just it, to it, clarify, you're not wearing pink glasses because you can't see. I, I mean, well, I picked, seri- I picked pink. I'm wearing glasses because I can't see. Correct. Pink is because I like them. They look, yeah. they like them. Yeah. yeah, I like them. They're for a little girl. They, don't they do match. Face. Yeah, they do match what you're wearing. You got yeah. blue hat, blue and white hat with the, the pink and the white, and the blue stripes. Yeah. If I go yeah. get real glasses, I think I might get pink. They're kind of retro Vegas. Yeah, that's the colors together. Yeah, I, the, the I didn't not even. So good, though, you but. you walked out. I didn't even flinch. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like it's looks normal. Hey ho! Yeah, you flinch. You got to do the hey ho. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's sad fucking story. But everybody's got to fucking die. Unfortunately, man. Yeah, it sucks. Someone's so fucking cool. So far, except for Kurtzwell. Uh, Ray Kurtzwell is going to figure yeah, it out. Walt Disney, too. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Vampires. Yeah. I'll be a vampire. I think you guys are tripping. I like this coffee candle. Mm. Smells nice. I could live inside there. I'm going to put it on like a little, you know, put some on the lip. You could rub beans on you. <clears throat> can't smell it. A little Smurf hat. What's that guy's name? Papa Smurf? Yeah. Oh, the guy that had the Smurf hat Yeah. Dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? What are you doing? Know, you guys keep What's talking happening? Need... We got nothing to talk about. We got nothing to talk about. The episode's over. We're just waiting that? on you. I had that other paper. Yeah. What's that? I dropped it? You can't see it or what? You got glasses? Pink glasses? I don't know. Hmm. Well, I thought that two winners on the next show. I have my winner's paper over here. For what? For who's the social media winners are. Who is it? Just name somebody. Oh. I can't even do that. All right. Well, I'll do the other part. All that shit you have. What is all that? (laughs) What is all that? They're called notes, Brad. (coughs) Got it. Bam. (coughs) Stickers and shit. That's terrible. Those aren't notes. All right. You get an F for notes. Social media. These are notes. Social media winner. 
um, for the Illuminati episode. Man, that's how we're going to do way it. We're going to jump back. I don't know if we can find these people. So that's going to be wow. it's way back. But yeah, that's how we're doing it. Uh, Cole Bell um, at CLV987 is going to win a t-shirt on Twitter. Well, you they know, probably just reposted it from the newest Maybe, yeah. Post. Like they commented on yeah, the yeah, new yeah. post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that'll work. Yeah. yeah. So Cole Bell um, yeah, at I'm, CLV987 is going to win a t-shirt on Twitter for yeah, Cole Bell, that's somebody we've never heard of. For retweeting so. our twat, yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Cole Bell. Uh, Frankie Pigeon's going to reach out to you and get your biological information, as Dave said. He does, he does no, the Cole Bell. Bio data. Yeah, and he does the Cole Bell report. <laughs> yeah, yes. he does. Yeah. That's the guy. If, yeah. you ever noticed, if, the you're, if you don't know him. Yep. All right. So, so. Uh, thank you for doing that. Thank you for participating on social media. That's huge. Um, if you scroll past and you see us, at least hit the little fucking like button. Yeah. You can leave a genuine comment. That's extra. That's fucking yeah. extra special. That's bonus. The, that's the frosting. Bonus, yeah. bonus. Give it. So thank you. Um, also, we are part of the Podbelly Podcast Network. Um, if you go to podbelly.com, you can check out other cool podcasts like Hillbilly Horror Stories um, and At Least There's Coffee. Patty mm-hmm. and Alex over there doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, Patty's posting all over the internet and jumping on horses and shit. Yep. Look mm-hmm. like the Westminster Dog Show. Yeah. So and up next, number 870, Larson. <laughs> yeah. for the job. Look at her coat. Man. <laughs> and then there's like quiet and there's music yeah. playing. They're like, they wait through the whole thing. They're like, two time delay. Uh, penalties there we got on number 870 i was like i wish they had a british accent but i was like that's funny we know her that's fucking crazy she looks like she should be on the fucking like bbc right now or something <laughs> or the dog show <laughs> the dog it, just, it was very dog yeah. showish yeah. yeah yeah like somebody like we could walk her around and show her <laughs> yeah it's yeah. exactly what i was thinking yeah you rich bitch patty yeah. jesus christ Riding this around horses long on haired, Yeah. Brent Van Tassel showing a long-haired mastiff. <laughs> a long-haired female from California. She's going to ride a horse, jump over yeah. some. What are those things they jump over? I don't know. She ride a horse stick. Yeah. Why are they different jump colors? Over a barrel. I don't understand the whole thing. Yeah, I don't understand. The They're pattern looks entirely They're random. Heights, I can right. find no pattern to the thing. Heights, yeah. the, but, so the different color, different that's, heights? That's a, I don't know. Yeah. Why are you asking me? It's um, called a dressage. Yeah. I hope it is. I yeah. don't think it is. I think it's dressage. straight out of your ass. Not out of my ass, but it's not yeah. the right term. Yeah. yeah. It's a cloaca. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, sure. I'm not, I don't do equestrian things. So. Yeah. All right. Um, also, uh, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. Hot sauce, yeah. Hot sauce. Today, I was unprepared. I'm back on keto trying to get this fat back off me. And uh, fat back. I, I was, I was uh, <laughs> unprepared. I fucking ate Mr. Tortilla Tortillas, who's not sponsoring us, and I don't think they are, but they're still no. good. It's delicious, and I had some leftover <laughs> up there. So I made makeshift like salami cheese triple X El Yucateco yeah. sandwich taco <laughs> things up there. This show's so hard to get sponsored. We're like, yeah, yeah, it sounds great. Like, yeah, yeah the, the listens, like, check this out. Here, listen yeah. to an episode. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, we can't do that. Yeah. Hooker canoe and hot sauce in one sentence? We can't do that. Said so, you got to drown multiple hookers. But the tortillas are good, but they're not paying us. But El Yucateco, they're amazing. They are. They're life changing. They've been with us from the beginning. Yes, faithful, yeah. loyal. Yeah, we love them. Yeah. So come check a them meetup too. Yeah, we'll do a meetup. Oh, actually, that, they said they're open to a meetup yeah. now. Getting, like the yeah. COVID has opened things, up enough. Things happening. Like, yeah. Mm. Come see you yeah. guys again. Yeah. Um, so yeah. go check some out. Go buy some. Go eat some. If you see it in the wild, take a picture and tag us. And also, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com and use code SofaKingPodcast mm-hmm. uh, to save some money when you do that. And uh, check out Jimmy D's Tees. Um, Jimmy D makes t shirts, he makes koozies, he does silk screening, he can make stuff for you. Um, if you need something, if you have a business or a band or a podcast or something mm-hmm. like that, he can make that kind of stuff for you. Um, 
And you can use, uh, I think you can use code self can save something with Jimmy too. I forget now. It's been two weeks, bro. Just ask me. I don't know anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, hey, just, what's up? I listen to the podcast. Yeah. I hear your name on there. I want to save some money. What's up? Yeah. yeah. Or if you just yeah. want to support him, don't get the discount. Give him all your money. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's yeah. true. Yeah. Or get the discount. One or the or other. Or get the discount. Yeah. Yeah. But check him out. Jimmy D's Tees across social media. Yeah. Um, also check out. Uh, check him out on OnlyFans too at Jimmy D's D's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's nuts. Yeah. Uh, check out SKR Apparel at S-U-I-K-E-R Apparel.com. And I fucking don't have it in front of me, but we have a code now. We have a discount code. I think it's Sofa King Podcast. Either Sofa King or it's Sofa King Podcast is our code. Right. So you can save 10% at SKR. Um, so go to S-U-I-K-E-R apparel.com and save 10%. Also check out Retro Vague. Um, you can use code 80s kid to save some money if you go over there. There's 80s stuff, all kinds of cool stuff, backpacks, coffee mugs, stuff like that. And uh, of course, we have all our stuff on our website. Uh, people keep ordering that stuff. Coffee mugs, backpacks, t-shirts. Backpacks. Backpacks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. what else do I have? I think that's all I got, actually. Right? Yeah, I said yeah. everything. Yeah. That's funny. Like, we've done this like 600 times, yeah. got it's off two weeks, keep, uh, and I'm like, you know. and I don't remember what the fuck we're doing. Um, well, you got your notes right there in front of you, motherfucker. That's yeah. just a, it's a general yeah. guide, yeah. You know? Don't have don't have that stuff on there apparently. Mm. Uh, I have it on there, but it's Scope member of the month. Uh, we missed two weeks, so we're gonna just continue on like we yeah. just never fucking left. Right. And uh yeah, it's uh what's his name? Bill Smith. Bill Smith That's is our right. Sculpt member of the month. AKA Will Smith. Yep, mm-hmm. AKA the white Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh I know I how to find him in the snow. I don't, I don't know if you really want to be the white Will Smith, but you are, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, so Bill Smith is actually a you guys I don't know if you ever heard of this thing. Uh, but they do do this in certain parts of the United States, and he's actually a sit-in nanny granny is what they call it. Sit-in nanny granny? Yeah, sit-in nanny granny where like you know, grandma dies. Grandma dies, grandma's gone, right. you know, whatever, and he sets in as the grandma. Like Miss Doubtfire. Uh, kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. So sometimes he's babysitting and he's he's as the grandma. In sometimes. drag, though. He comes yeah, in yeah. Drag, oh. Yeah. Oh, most full definitely. Thing, yeah. yeah, the full thing. Like how you envisioned it right now when I said it, right. that's how it is. Oh, and, and you know, he sets in as the grandma. Uh, sometimes it's comforting. Sometimes it's sexual. You know, whatever the grandma. How does you he know. get his hands pruny? Uh, just water. Just Jacuzzi water water and so. vinegar. Jacuzzi. Yeah. You know, grandmas always have that funny smell. <laughs> he has right. water pockets. Um, right. He keeps his hands in his pockets. Like, yeah. hey, Granny, where your hands are pockets? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And he goes like that. And yeah. this is wrinkly. Yeah. So, oh, and then also oh. to supplement on the side, uh, he does like, you know, older men will call him for right. mature. Right. Uh, Entertainment. Granny. Yeah. Granny. Inter- granny tainment. They call it. Um, Entertainment. Yeah. That yeah. too. So, uh, entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Entertainment. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. In drag also. Does he and, provide Viagra as part of the service? Or do I mean, yeah. Own? I mean, you know, whatever, whatever you like. He okay, insists you know? upon it, actually. Yeah. yeah. That's mandatory. I didn't know if he provided it or if he expected the client. To uh, either it. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? If like you don't he, have it, he'll yeah. provide it. When you fill out yeah. the form, Mm. Yeah, when you fill out the form, it right. asks you, you know, certain questions. Don't forget to check that box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. check the box. Not, and it's a, it's added cost. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, he usually does like twenty bucks a pill or whatever. Yeah. You know, I thought so. fifty dollars was steep. You know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean, that's that's part of his life. It's what he does. Uh, he's good at his job. Uh, his family's okay with it. I'm pretty pretty sure they are. And uh, yeah, so. But she started doing the the nanny granny thing because he lost his grandma and he always wished that you know somebody would have would have stepped in and right. and you know there was some comfort Sexually there. for him yeah 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 he used to fuck his grandma yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew that was a line yeah, yeah that felt was it. a line I felt it was happening yeah. <laughs> that was a line 
Oh man! Oh, like you were just right there at the edge. That was perfect. Yeah. Oh, didn't yeah. go. Didn't go over. Didn't take it too far. He's the one doing the whole granny thing. I mean, it's not me. We're just telling what was in the email. That's you know right. What I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> so he does. So anyway, uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r four slash Sofa King Podcast. Uh, join the conversation there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at Sofa King Podcast. Our personal Instagrams. I'm at Raised with Wolves. So I did have. Uh, we have uh, at. Uh, Sophie King Britain, Sophie King Dave also. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, somebody was trying to find me on Instagram and they were probably putting in wolves. Um, that is incorrect. Mm-hmm. It is raised with wolves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. yeah. You I mean, come, correct on. Way. come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Elves, you know, exactly. just things like that. Spoons. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> saying. exactly. Oh, the same, so. I, now I get it. Get yeah. it. There was some confusion before. Yeah. Spoons yeah. made it clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Now Rocks. I get it. Yeah. Ducks. Yeah. Yes. It's just plural. Yeah. 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 There's nothing weird about yeah. it. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Moons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, at Sophie King Brent and at Sophie King Dave, you can check them out. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, Patreon.com black slash Sophie King podcast. Sports show. Uh, I am adding songs little by little to the Sophie King podcast playlist. Uh, RDJ on said, to be fair, lots of people used to fuck Bill's grandma. It's probably true. <laughs> She's a grandma. That's 80 years of fucking. Yeah. Somebody's, yeah. There's people on the list. Oh, yeah. Did you ever find somebody to give the rap and Rodney to? Oh, we could do it right now real quick. Yeah. Let's see. We got to do it before we close. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm adding songs on there, uh, here and there. So if you're on there, if you're following, it's a uh, Sophie King Podcast 2021 playlist. And that's pretty much it. Waiting on old... Here, Brenimus. Go ahead. There's a list of names there, sir. Oh, wow. That's who's on the live right now. Let me scroll through there. <laughs> Dave's going to see a name that doesn't offend him. Yeah. I'm just looking what for names that. offend him. I all up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, contraption. <laughs> all right, we'll do it on the next one. We can do it okay, we'll, we'll give the award out yeah, on the next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Not you, Artie, though. You're not getting it. <laughs> just Don't be retarded. <laughs>